Hi, everybody. It is Wednesday, January 8th, and this is Baltimore Weekly, your guide to all of the fascinating things happening in our tech entrepreneurial innovation and creative scenes. I'm Andrew Hazlett, and this is Sharon Paley, and we're here to serve you. Uh, We're here to tell you all about lots of cool things that are happening. Um, And before we dive into that, we'd like to thank two from among our many uh, shareholders who keep GBTC running and, among other things, bring this podcast to you. Uh, First, we'd like to single out Emin. They are a reliable bank that's strong and stable. They have stood the test of time, established in 1856 as Manufacturers and Traders Bank. Today, they're M&T Bank Corporation, one of, tw- one of the 20 largest headquartered commercial banking bank holding companies in the United States, with current assets of $83.2 billion. They are a good, safe place to put your money and uh, a great supporter of entrepreneurs and business. So check them out. I was just wondering what M&T stood for. I'm glad oh, you yeah, read that. Yeah. And we'd also yeah. like to thank Smart Logic Solutions, a team of experienced developers that leverages on Rails to its fullest potential. So your application re- and re-engineer rock-solid applications that are relied upon by both enterprise customers and startups. And I also wanted to say thank you to the Emerging Technology Center, uh, the ETC, which is where we are today, coming to you live from the ETC on Haven Street. Mm-hmm. That's why we have this super cool background for you all to take in. Mm-hmm. Although we're, we're blending yeah. into it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're kind of unintentionally camouflaged with the white walls here. But, no, but the, this is a, an amazing space. If you haven't been here yet, do check it out. Uh, 101 North Haven Street in, um, in Highland Town. And uh, there's some great companies located here. We just, I just ran into Jess Gartner of Aloe View, who is uh, in the business of Skyrock right now. Um, although she's finding out that... She's filling out a lot of forms and creating, like, HR policies and that kind of thing. So be warned, would-be entrepreneurs. Anyway. It's not a sexy. <laughs> not always. But there's a great community here. Very grateful to Deb Tillett, Neil Davis, and, and to Jackie for, for uh, uh, hold, uh, holding up, <laughs> putting up with us today, <laughs> this afternoon. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you more about that soon. But without further ado... We really want to, we're excited to introduce Dylan Kinnett of the Walters Art Museum, who's going to uh, talk with us a bit about Art Bites. Uh, it's the second edition of, of, a, of a weekend-long hackathon at the Walters Art Museum. And it, uh, the first one, I was there for it, it was amazing. And uh, I think that the second one promises to be even more awesome. So welcome, Dylan. Can you tell us a bit about who you are and uh, what's up with the Walters these days? Sure, hello. Thank you for having me today. Uh, my name is Dylan Kinnett. I'm the manager of web and social media of the Walters Art Museum. And uh, it's an exciting place to work because we have this enormous collection of art from all over the world and from all throughout the century. And uh, we're in the process of putting it all online. Uh, when we put it online, uh, we like to do so with a, as, as open of a policy of access as we can. Yeah. And so that's the, the sort of spirit behind this, this hackathon. Uh, the museum is, is your museum. Our data is your data. Please play with it. Do what you want. Uh, let's see what we can create together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, and there's um, uh, the the data about these objects is so much uh, bigger than the objects themselves, and um, and I think I heard your your director uh, talk about 55 centuries of art uh, scattered around a few buildings in Mount Vernon, um, and so there's so much there to to discover. Even though you know people might have been to the museum before, there's lots of reasons to return, and uh, you. Know, for, from my perspective, visit a way to kind of sneak around in the museum after hours. And, it's not uh, sneaking, Andrew. Well, <laughs> it, feels, it feels like sneaking, though. Um, we're we're open late uh-huh. for the hackathon, and you get you get some special time there when the, it's dark and you're in the museum, and <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, and there's not like tour groups or lots of people around. It's you can kind of commune with the uh, the artwork yourself and uh, and get a sense for how you know, the history. And so it was amazing at the at year one to see some of the finding tools that people created for apps to help people navigate around the museum, which is linked together at least three different buildings uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the neighborhood, um, and then also. Uh, people worked on ways to uh, provide visitors with additional information and context about the uh, the objects, and um, there were some fun ways of uh, uh, integrating new technology and at the museum by uh, scanning and creating 3D images of some of the artwork, and then making it printable. Um, mm-hmm. I just uh, had a, a Roman uh, nobleman. Uh, as a Christmas ornament, thanks to Be More 3D and uh, Todd Blatt, who I understand is going to be there. Um, Did you get the one with more. Todd's nose or the one with no nose? Uh, I, th- I guess it must be Todd's nose. Todd said he put his own nose on him. Yeah, there were there were some people who put their own heads on the on the sculptures, and uh, it got kind of silly. But um, it's it's fun to it's fun to do. It's an interesting way to. Uh, sort of manipulate the art in, in, in an almost almost a physical sense, uh, which of course with the museum object is generally off limits, the do not touch kind of place. But, uh, with the data, uh, you can touch it, you can manipulate it. So I know, you know, since it's a hackathon and you don't have really, you know, strict ideas about what kind of alcohol, what kind of problems is the museum looking to pitch to hackers over the course of the weekend to kind of um, solve? Right. Well, I think um, for, for the Walters, we're, we're somewhat unique in the sense that we have uh, so much of our data, our collections data is, is publicly available. Uh, and there's, there's been a big push in the museum community to, to, to digitize uh, the records to take photos of the art and to expose that in the same way that we expose the real art in our galleries, uh, and and the Walters is is lucky to be near the forefront of that sort of work. Uh, but the next question is, well, so what? Uh, we've got this data about our art, and it's available to you to manipulate or to build on top of. Uh, but what can, what can be built? Um, so we're hoping to see um, just some exciting ideas about uh, what's really possible, what can be made with this information. Um, and hopefully uh, whatever it is that gets made uh, can be a way to augment uh, or perhaps even improve the experience uh, that visitors have when they come to the museum. Uh, 
if, if you go to a museum, you'll see a beautiful work of art on the wall, and then there's a small label near it that tells you its title and what it's made out of and a, a few other little things. For almost every single one of these objects, we know so much more than we could cram onto that little card. Uh, and, and by opening up our data, we're hoping to um, expose that and, and perhaps improve uh, what you can know. Uh, we know it and we've exposed it, but that doesn't necessarily yet mean that the visitors can easily know what we know. So we're hoping that some technology might help to sort of uh, fill that gap to the, uh, fill the space between raw data and public access. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess to that end, uh, we are uh, launching our uh, API. Uh, it's going to go online hopefully on Friday of this week so that people can get a sneak peek at it. Uh, we'll have an announcement on our website about it as soon as that's ready uh, that, uh, that lets you get at the data in in an organized way uh, than was possible last year. This, this uh, API is actually an outcrop of work that was done last year. Uh, and so now it's available to everyone. Uh, we've spent the whole year since last year perfecting this API. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, there was, um, I mean, there aren't that many museums that have an API, which, um, uh, you know, will allow developers and um, your, your public programs division to just bring out this information um, and the, these images even more. Um, so it's, it is pretty cool to be on the forefront, and it is a you know a global concern. You know, how do we uh, take advantage of these technologies to get uh, you know these cultural riches out to more people to democratize mm -hmm. them? Um, so it's really cool, and it's a great thing for developers, whether or not they are interested in art history <laughs> or uh, uh, you know ancient Egypt. Uh, they mm -hmm. they can get a lot out of this kind of experience, and uh, maybe even you know create something that could meet a, you know a market need. So, mm -hmm. I think for any developer who's interested in working with a large number of images. Uh, that's one of the sort of highlights of our uh, data set is that we have these thousands and thousands of images. Uh, and sometimes it can be hard to get at such a large supply of pictures that you're free to use. Uh, so it might just be nice practice to play around with thousands of pictures. Yeah, and so what, um, again, uh, the, the date uh, starts on, on Friday? Yeah, on Friday, January 24th, uh, in the evening, uh, at the museum on our sculpture court, we'll have uh, the sort of kickoff session. Uh, someone informal, uh, share your ideas, uh, form a team, uh, meet and greet, check out the collection. The galleries will be open a little later than usual uh, for you to explore. Uh, and then that Saturday, uh, show up early, Kraken, uh, all the way up until Sunday, when uh, later in the day, uh, we'll have an award ceremony. Uh, there, there is uh, some prize money available to be won, uh, up to $5,000 for uh, winning project or projects. Uh, however, the judge judges decide uh, to award that. Uh, so you'll get, uh, you'll get to be up on stage with your name and lights, uh, maybe not literally a big check like they give you at the prize wagon, but uh, five grand to be won, that's nice. Yeah. 
What are the judges? So besides Deb, who who's, who are the judges at the hackathon? Uh, yeah, I have the list right here. Um, our judges, um, it's actually a very exciting list. Um, all of the judges we had last year have agreed to return this year. Uh, so we've got Mario Armstrong, uh, Greg Kangalosi, uh, Jeannie Howe, Sid Meier, uh, Sherry Parks, and who am I missing? Murray, Terry, Murray Taylor and Deb Tillett. So they will all be there on Sunday uh, to judge the uh, the winning project or projects. Not to diminish any of the other judges, but uh, you know Sid Meier is kind of a legend, um, uh, the creator of mm -hmm. Civilization. <laughs> yeah. A game. Yeah. Not well. Like it may as well be Civilization itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's that game you may have heard of. Yes, yeah. that one. <laughs> so yeah, he he he's he's a legend and. Uh, I know he's consumed many hundreds of my hours over the years. So, uh, yeah, it'll be cool to, for, for people to run their work past him as well as the other distinguished judges. Um, so, uh, so if yeah. people want to want to uh, come and, and help out, I mean, it would be mm -hmm. great that they can sort of get at some things a little bit early and get a preview mm -hmm. of what you're offering through the API. But if you physically want to come to the event, like, do you just show up? Is there a registration? How does that we work? We do have a registration uh, through Eventbrite. So if you Google for Art Bites Baltimore, it will be the first result. And there you can sign up to attend. We'll keep that page up to date with details in the days leading up to the event. Uh, there's also a big link there to our ideas page, where if you want to start bouncing ideas around, um, seeing if people like this or that idea, you can vote for ideas uh, that might turn into projects. Uh, and it's on, on that page that we'll be sure to announce the API, hopefully on Friday, as soon as it's ready uh, for use. It's in beta right now. It's uh, B-Y-T-E-S. Yes. Uh, right. That's digital, not not with your teeth. Uh. <laughs> For you, and, and if you're about to put out this API, and uh, we really appreciate your uh, your taking the time to share this with us. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, and yeah, where, where can people? You're on Twitter yourself, right? Uh, yes, um, I'm Dylan underscore K. Uh, the Walters Museum is uh, Walters underscore Museum. Uh, we're both on Twitter. Uh, the Walters is more fun on Twitter than I am because the Walters has a work of art every day. Uh, so that's what you get if you follow us on Twitter. Is we're just going to show you at least a work of art every day, if not lots of the other awesome things that we share. Very awesome. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much. See you soon. Bye. Um, um, Yes, it is fun. I was thinking of the mixed-up files of Mrs. Basil E. <laughs> Stay at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and uh, um, that always seemed like fun to me. But anyway, this is the closest thing you can get to that, and it's really uh, a good way to contribute to the community. Um, speaking of community, um, there are plenty of other events happening in uh, the days ahead as everyone's gotten serious and back to business for uh, the new year. Yes. Um, 
One thing I wanted to highlight that is coming up is tomorrow, January 9th, the... So punny! <laughs> oh, boy. Puns all the way. <laughs> so these are, these are all of the, the geographical information systems mapping... Uh, uh, data heads uh, do really incredible, socially beneficial, and work. They're holding this meetup at the Union Craft Brewery in Woodbury, um, and it's also being held in conjunction with a meeting. Uh, worst case scenario is that you go get to hang out with some really smart, interesting people at this Mappy Hour. Uh, and you get some great locally produced beer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's the worst case scenario. The best case is that you, you you can really learn a lot more about this important field and get plugged in with a whole network of cool people. Um, also, on Friday the tenth, there's a volunteer Maryland uh, event here, which could be a really great opportunity for uh, public service minded uh, technologists to see how they might be able to help. Uh, with rural Maryland issues. It's, the, it's held at the headquarters of the Baltimore Cash Campaign, which is an acronym for something doesn't mean actual money. No, uh, I think that H is for housing for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something very worthy. Uh, <laughs> and that's at 217 East Redwood Street. Uh, you can always go to go GB, go dot. Um, and a few things that we aren't mentioning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we got to, do you want to highlight the Linux? Yeah, this is, this is a, like, clockwork. Polished. Um, next Monday, there's a, the BMAR EDU meetup for the ed tech folks. That's always worth checking out at the other ETC location, mm. which is on East 33rd Street at Hopkins. Um, also down, at, uh, hosted by our friends at advertising.com slash AOL, it's the rescheduled Charm City Linux meeting on um, uh, web dev, and there's some great people presenting there, including our friend uh, Kate Bladell that you've seen on this program many times. Just two weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's three. Did we, ta- we have a holiday week in there? Yeah. yeah well, three episodes ago. Yeah. That's, that's what we can say. Okay. Um, and then uh, uh, also next week is uh, the Baltimore Closure, not, not Closure, Closure Meetup. Um, and there's a Columbia Tech Breakfast on a week from today, next Wednesday. So there, that's a lot to, to work on. There's and we skipped some things. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you head on over to the website, gb.tc, and see everything that's coming up and plan even further than a week in advance. So Although we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. To tell you what's more, even more of what's coming up. Yep, yep. And uh, and make sure if we're missing some of your stuff on the calendar, let us know, and we'll we'll put it up there. You can just add it. Yeah, we yeah, just click a little box that says add. Yeah, that's the best thing. Just you you do, you do it. it. You do it right, and then <laughs> that way we don't mess it up. So, <laughs> all right. Look, we did this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Which. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, well, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Dylan from the Walters for joining us. Thanks to MNT and also Logic Solutions and all the GBT share GBT. 
forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, and we'll, uh, and thanks again to also to the Emerging okay. Technology Centers for, for hosting us today in their lovely Highland Town facility. We'll catch you all next week.